Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is making some really good bank this opening weekend. What does this mean for the upcoming summer superhero blockbuster movies? Also, the Writers Guild of America is still on strike and it's officially having an effect on some of the MCU future projects. And today is Monday, May 8th, 2023. And Isaac from Kaboom Comics is here to give us his previews for our pull list for New Comic Book Day this week. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast. All right, so let's get started, man. We got some sad news for uh, MCU fans. This news came out on Friday, uh, so I didn't really want to put that in on uh, Saturday's episode, but it did come out Friday, and basically the Blade movie has been put on hold over at the MCU. Uh, the Blade movie that was announced in 2019 starring uh, Mahershala Ali uh, is no longer going to be going to pre-production. It was actually scheduled to go into pre-production at the end of this month and the movie was scheduled to come out uh in september of 2024 but obviously that's most likely going to change now being that the production has been put on hold altogether uh this report was coming from the hollywood reporter that the ongoing writer strike has led marvel studios to halt pre-production on the blade reboot the film was reportedly gearing up to begin shooting at tyler perry's studios in atlanta this month marvel recently tapped nick pizza loto i think that's how you say his name pizza loto to write the script but as sources revealed, time simply ran out, meaning that the script was not completed before the writer's strike took effect. Now, I mentioned this last week that he was coming in to do some, you know, fixing up of the script and he had been working on it for weeks before they announced it. I don't believe that. I think that they thought that they were going to be able to squeeze in all that stuff before the end of the month. And I was a little nervous, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little nervous. First off, I was nervous about the writer's strike. Second, I was nervous that making changes this late in the game before the movie was set to go into production uh, was a little bit risky, man. So, yeah, as we can see that this is not going to happen anytime soon. And we have no idea how long this writer's strike is going to be going on for. Uh, they have a lot of things that they want to bring to the table uh, as far as changes that they need made in order to get back to work. Um, and the, the studios seem like they are not willing to make those changes for them. So, I mean, I might have someone come on this show later on this week um, that can kind of give us a little bit of insight on what's going on with the writer's strike as someone that's involved in Hollywood and writing scripts and things like that. So hopefully we'll be able to talk to him later this week. But what does this mean for the remainder of the MCU movies that are scheduled to be coming out as far as like for phase five and phase six uh it just means that all those things are going to be put on hold it means that we're going to be getting those things a lot later than we thought um even though most of them doesn't don't really have any uh dates tied to them just yet um like official dates but yeah they're going to be put on hold but my question is 
will the MCU put out some of the things that were finished or at least the scripts that were done? Like, I believe Ironheart was ready to start shooting. Whether or not it started shooting or not, I'm not 100% sure. But I'm pretty sure that script was done and ready to go. So do you bump that up? Do you bump up other shows that maybe were put on delay? Um, Movie-wise... I don't think Marvel has anything else started or at least scripts that are done. I haven't heard anything. I mean, obviously we got the Marvels coming up and things like that. I mean, that's, that's been done. So, uh, I don't know what else Marvel has in the can that they can start shooting. The other question is, is when do SAG, which is the Screen Actors Guild, and the DGA, which is the Directors Guild of America, when do they go sit at the table for their negotiations? Because if that's coming up very soon, uh, yeah, we're going to be having some big issues in Hollywood because if they don't come to terms, we're not going to have any actors, we're not going to have any directors, and we damn sure are not going to have any writers. So what do people do for entertainment purposes going forward? Uh, I don't know, but it's something that we definitely need to keep our eye on. Hopefully this thing with the writers and their strike ends soon. Hopefully the studios come to their senses and understand that what they're asking for is probably still like chump change compared to what the studios make on these movies, but they're reasonable asks. You know, they're not anything that's crazy. So hopefully when they are scheduled to sit back down and talk, maybe they can get a deal written and done because yeah, man, fans are going to be pretty sad <laughs> that a lot of these movies aren't going to be coming out when we want them to. So but with that said, let's kick it over to Isaac, because at least this form of entertainment will still be available for comic book readers. Man, we got a new comic book day coming up this week, and Isaac is here to give us his previews for our pull list. Isaac, what's going on, man? We got another uh, busy week of comics, or is it a little relaxing for us? What we got going on? Hey, Amir, thank you for having me. Glad to to finally be back. Yes, sir. Uh, after after a couple busy weeks, but we <laughs> we we are back with another with another good uh, new comic book day. I think this one's slightly more relaxed, but I think the the variety is still is still there. Nice. Uh, starting off with Amazing Spider-Man number 25. Uh, so this new Amazing Spider-Man run is definitely starting to to connect all the puzzles uh, of what's going on in Peter Parker's life uh, in regards to Mary Jane, her new boyfriend, uh, her kids, you know, everything that we've been wondering that they just kind of threw at us without any explanation. Um, right. This is these are the issues that are going to tell us what's going on. And. This is leading up to an issue where Marvel has stated that somebody will die, someone uh -oh. big in Peter's life. And a lot of people are speculating, you know, Mary Jane. They're speculating J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, oh, wow. They're speculating a whole lot of, uh, you know, that it's going to be people are saying that this is the 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 biggest thing to ever happen to Spider-Man since the death of Gwen. So, Jeez. so this is definitely, yeah, they, they can't, they can't cut Peter Parker a break, but, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's still there. This issue is definitely one to, to pick up, uh, up yeah. next we have 
Extreme Venomverse. So this mm. is leading up to the summer. Everyone always loved the Venomverse stories. Uh, now we got Extreme Venomverse. This is going to be about different different versions, different types of uh, Venoms out there. There's a Venom that's dressed like a samurai. There's the Eddie Brock Venom. Um, so many different variations. There's going to be a lot of writers and artists uh, taking place in this book. One of the writers is actually uh, Mirka Andolfo, uh, who's done a whole lot of stuff for, for Marvel uh, in regards to her art. She did, you know, the Teen Titans. She she did Sweep Paprika for Image. Uh, mm. She's done a whole lot of stuff, but this time she's actually uh, writing a story. And uh, so looking forward to seeing where that goes. Uh, up nice. next, another one from Marvel. We have Silk number one. Silk is definitely one of the most popular uh, spider characters that we have at Kaboom. Uh, every time she comes out, either she's on a cover, she's in the story, uh, people are always grabbing it. Uh, her last number one, I think, was about a year ago. And they're usually miniseries. They're usually five issues. Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. this one's another one coming up. New number one. So if you guys want to get into some Silk, uh, definitely the best place to get. Um, yeah, Cindy Moon is definitely a very popular character, and I'm sure anyone that picks it up will get to see why. And then up next, we have a trade. It is Namor, the Submariner, Conquered Shores trade oh, paperback. Read. Yeah, the trade paperback uh, coming up. So a lot of people have been asking for Namor. This was a new series they released. I want to say like when the Wakanda Forever movie was coming out, more or less. Mm -hmm. yep. Um they released this series to kind of get people uh, an idea of the of the comic book version of of Submariner. Um, and it definitely a lot of people asked for this book as soon as the movie was over. The movie was over. Everyone's like, hey, I heard Submariner has a new new comic. Uh, at that point, we had already we didn't have a lot of the issues left. Yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, random issues of the series. And uh, so for those of you that want to get some some modern submariner reading uh this is definitely the best place to start uh it's gonna have all the issues in it it's the trade paperback uh releases this wednesday so for those of you that that enjoyed the movie uh enjoyed uh tenoch huerta uh this is obviously not the that version of namor yeah. but it is namor the submariner and, and it's an older and I, version actually yeah Mm -hmm. And I still think it's it's getting all the 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 Namor and the King Namor um, story that you can get. I think is is good because I feel like one day they're gonna develop this character into into what the comics is more or less. You know, mm -hmm. with with the with the MCU style, of course. You know, him being from the Aztec Empire, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I think Namor is an interesting character in the yeah. books and on the screen. So definitely worth picking up. And last but not least, this is just some some cool variants that are coming out. We have a uh, Disney variant. We're back with the with the Disney ones. We have uh, an homage to the new Avengers. We got the Mickey Mouse crew on the cover, yeah, and uh, so that that's for Amazing Spider Man. And there's also a Scotty Young cover. Um, that whole Amazing Spider Man issue is having a whole lot of covers. Uh, of course, there's the Disney variant, the Scotty Young variant. There's even one that's an homage to um, the first appearance of Spider-Man, where he's swinging and he has he's holding some guy on his on his hand. Uh, but this one, it's Mary Jane. So uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a foreshadow. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be it for for this week.
Okay, okay. Uh, I know Monarch number four is coming out. Um, mm-hmm. we'll speak with Rodney Barnes. I'll be uh double covering up for that one. I mean, that's just tradition now. Uh, what else? <laughs> Green Lanterns. Uh, they got a new, yeah. new number one coming one. out. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually looking forward to the backup story with uh John Stewart. There's a backup mm-hmm. story. I'm not sure how long that's going to go before he gets his own uh series out of this. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, like like you said, that that Disney uh celebration uh. Uh, a co- variant cover for Amazing Spider-Man, gotta do it, man. I, I've been, I've been, I've been doing it for this long. I actually saw in the preview book that they're gonna keep this going for a while. There's like a a Minnie Mouse uh, Captain Marvel uh, cover that's gonna be coming. I'll have to show it to you, but it, it looks pretty cool, man. I'm like, damn, they're gonna be going with this for a while, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think it's still for Amazing Spider-Man, so yeah, I'm yeah, just gonna keep it there. Uh, this is the most uh, amazing Spider-Man comics I've ever bought ever. <laughs> <laughs> but That's yeah, how they get you exactly. Anything going at the on at the shop this week, or you guys have a break now? I mean, you just have free uh, day. We have a we do have a, a small break this week. We just finished a uh, uh, free comic book day this past weekend, and then the weekend before we had South Texas Comic Con, so it was definitely. Yeah. Uh, and then the weekend before that, we had a, a that San Antonio convention. Yeah. So it's definitely been uh, busy weekends. Uh, this weekend, we, we don't have uh, anything going on, but uh, we are anticipating the summer. So, you know, we want to make sure that, that you know, school's out. Um, we still want to promote, you know, reading and, and comics. And, and I'm going to yeah. see what what you know, small events I can do to, to kind of get the kids to come to the shop and and pick up a few a few comic books and and so so we'll have more information on that later on uh but yeah as a, as a for this week we we just have regular store hours regular stuff um but like always we'll we'll continue posting it on our on our social medias facebook instagram uh kaboom comics McAllen, and then instagram kaboom comics tx there you go, man. Well, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, it's good to have you back, man. You've been busy. So we'll be looking forward to uh, this new comic book day uh, this week, man. So we'll holler at you next time, brother. Thank you. So the numbers are in for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, it is predicted that the Guardians movie will bring in about $114 million domestically and $168 million uh, overseas, which brings it to $182 million worldwide. This is great news for Marvel, for the Guardians, for James Gunn, you know, and his send off to DC. Uh, he went out with a bang, putting together an incredible movie. Uh, I saw this movie on Saturday and I really, really enjoyed it. Yes, it was a very emotional movie, but the way he wrote it, he broke it up beautifully. Like there would be like you right there on the verge of crying and then he breaks in a few jokes to make to lighten the mood. And then all of a sudden you got a bunch of action going on and then back to some emotional stuff. It was a very well-balanced movie. So hats off to James Gunn for just directing and writing a beautiful movie for the MCU. But yeah, man. 
this is uh, really good news for superhero movies in general because the audience score for Guardians of the Galaxy right now on Rotten Tomato is 95%, uh, and the critic score is 81%. We haven't been this high on both sides for quite a long time for a lot of the movies that have been coming out in recent uh, in the past like year or two. So this is great news for the superhero genre because people are getting back excited. People are passing on the good news about these movies. And that means people are probably going to go back and see this movie. So Guardians is going to make a lot of money uh, and it's going to get people excited for these summer movies that are coming. I mean, we got uh, Across the Spider-Verse coming out June 2nd, um, which I'm excited for. A lot of people are excited for. Uh, we have The Flash that's coming out, I believe, June 16th. I'm not going to go see that movie, um, but I know a lot of people are going to go see it because the hype around it has been really big. Um, but I, I won't be joining in on the fun for that one. And then I think we have in August, we have Blue Beetle. So we got you know, three really good movies that are or potential good movies that are going to be coming up this summer. And, you know, this could start a trend, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 could start a trend of people wanting to get back to the theaters and not just waiting for the movie to hit the streaming services at home. So this could be a good sign or I mean, maybe not. Who knows? I mean, the one thing I will say about guardians is uh, something that we're going to explore later on this week with K, but I'll put it on the table. Now, um, this didn't really have to deal with the snap really at all. I mean, of course you got Gamora, but yeah, it didn't really have to deal with any of that. The guardians are out in space. They are not really, tied to a lot of things that are going on on earth that much like yeah they were a part of the infinity saga and things but not really at the same time like they helped but then they left and went and did their own thing so that kind of helps you know not repeating everything that we've seen before um and all the the effects of it like james gunn did what he needed to do with gamora but he kept it on the guardians you know what i'm saying even like with the whole thing with Adam Warlock, it really wasn't about him. <laughs> you know, it was really focused on the Guardians. And I really love that about this movie. So if you haven't seen it, I would definitely say go check it out. Me and Kay will be doing our spoiler talk about this movie uh, later this week on Saturday. So make sure you guys tune in for that episode. I'm sure there's a bunch of people giving their spoiler reviews and everything, but nobody's going to come at it from the angle of the Chibata boys. And you have to remember, uh, K is a very, very big guardians of the galaxy fan, like book fan, movie fan. So he knows a lot of history about these characters. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing his thoughts on this movie, all spoiler talk and make sure you guys tune in on Wednesday because JT will be here with his new comic book day reviews. He's kind of already run down what he's going to be talking about this week. So you don't want to miss out on that. And we do have a special episode that I'm hoping will be coming out this week 
fingers crossed. I'm not going to say who's going to be on that episode, but if everything works out uh, for us, this conversation will be out this week. So be on the lookout for that. There'll be an extra upload to the uh, RS feed uh, later this week, man. So I appreciate you guys tuning in uh, to the one in 100 podcast. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you want to continue to support us uh, in a financial way, you know, cause this is a, this is an independently funded podcast. You can do so by going to the link down in the description called buy me coffee. Uh, you can donate to the cause of the one in 100 podcast. And other than that, we appreciate you guys and we'll see you on Wednesday. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the one in 100 podcast. <laughs>